Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. God damn it, Doran, come on. I'm really, uh, I'm a little bit nervous. Bury me in the snow and leave me here. That's if they haven't made up any other stories. I also ate poison berries. That's not my fault. What words could it be? Listen, the, the ingenuity to make cake. I just want one and I want it signed, please. And tear our limbs from our body. Are, are you traveling? Like, I mean, I'm a little speechless. Oh, I mean, one is the best. Have you considered using that type of pepper over there? I've, I've been trusting bakers for a long time. They're killing machines. Look at them. I for- forgot to introduce myself. The name's Mog- Mogdul. Welcome back to Dice Shane. This is Season 2, Episode 63, Daily Bread. MVP this week goes to Muted Sanity, nominated anonymously. They're going to be caught up so soon, so this MVP goes out to you when you hear it, Muted Sanity. And thanks for listening. Do you want to be MVP or know someone who deserves a shout-out? Join us on Discord and check out the Dice Shame MVP channel's pinned post for a link to the submission form. We can't wait to shout you out. All right, should we play some D&D? Let's do it. Woo! If you could have any D&D monster shrunk small and made to be your little pet or familiar, Aww. what creature would you pick? What stands out to you? What do you think is the best part of that guy, little critter? What, like, what What's do you, what the would... best part of that guy? Can we expand this to anything, like any creature beyond in media? Because sure, 
as a good player, I don't know that many monsters. Ooh, Harlan, you get a shiny gold star for I, that. I think the, the, the spirit of the question is if you could have any monster trunk yeah. small to be made a fun little pet, uh, what what do you want? Is everyone else immediately going to something that's normally really big? <laughs> immediately, my mind is like, okay, Godzilla, no, Mothra, no. Like, I, I don't know why, but because the question is small, I'm immediately defaulting to <laughs> the biggest So I just got possible. a little moth, but it's Mothra. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why. And then I'm like, wait, no, that's dumb. Rawr. <laughs> what if it's something already small and I want it to be really small? I mean, that's cool, too. I any Just something that's made like that's house great. pet friendly. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, I mean dragon, right? I mean, it's, the, it's a classic. Dragon would be amazing. I mean, the breath weapon would suck you could pro- i mean you'd have to train it not to t- light everything on fire there's a movie about how to train your dragon actually <laughs> oh really yeah, it's, it's like oh. instructional <laughs> it's instructional you're being sarcastic right but unless unless it's like an electric breath weapon and you can rig up a little battery is this creature though like just like guaranteed dependent on you like is this or is it like yeah, you're gonna have to fight it it can't get its own job no no i was picturing like you know that kind of familiar thing just so it's like you know this is this is your yeah, pet okay. there's a there's a real connection there yeah probably a scorpion king. <laughs> the, Wait, rock the, the Rock as the scorpion king. <laughs> Probably like That's a, just a toddler merged onto a, yeah. a scorpion body. Smooth just face. Like a tiny mummy lord. A baby werewolf. <laughs> no, it's a kid most of the time. You're like, fuck. so cute. You're like, fuck, I just gotta take this fucking kid. I just have a baby now. I gotta go. My kid's trying to chew my damn leg off. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's man. good. I want, I want, I want a Christine car. <laughs> Stephen <What>? King. <laughs> but a matchbox. Monster. So tiny. Uh, I want a pumpkin head. I want a, oh, I want a yeah. pumpkin head monster. You, you guys seen that movie? Demon. No. Oh, it's so good. What's, what's, what's yours, Rob? The one that jumped out at me is a mimic. Oh, I would love cool. a little mimic pet. Yeah, it can be anything. Be like, fuck, I forgot my pen. Hey, buddy, do you want to turn to a pen for a second and we can, you know, write this check or whatever you need a pen for? Would you be writing with ink or it's God, are you from blood the 80s? and piss and shit? <laughs> that, that was my go-to. Like, oh, I need sunglasses. I forgot my sunglasses. Hey, I, friend, do you want to mimic sunglasses for a second? Let's go out and on an adventure. That's really good, actually. Mimic's a great answer. I like my dragon answer. I oh, think it'd just fantastic. be really cute. Yeah. Yeah. No, Dragon's fantastic. Yeah. It'd be like mm-hmm. having a little sugar glider around, but yeah, way more feisty. <laughs> a little bit more brains than... Mm-hmm. I just want a little um, pirate. <laughs> like 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 a human like a human pirate uh enemy Yarr. you know like a cr2 but just like, you can just kick him if you're like mad two, two or three inches tall just like an indian in the cupboard little pirate guy yeah, to wander around like and be like pirate. your friend harlan's like harlan's like yo 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 little pirate guy <laughs> yo, yo go steal that guy's sandwich just don't say anything like, just, no i don't want to do it again no yeah, come on Yarr. you're a pirate. Be a pirate anymore you're a pirate. <laughs> or, or, like, you know, or like a small banker from D&D. Like, they could be an enemy, right? <laughs> like a little noble. I mean, uh, yeah, anything is possible. Yeah, I mean, if you're a communist, they are. Yeah. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. I don't know. I think my mind is kind of going one of two places. One is pretty bad. I think I'm just going to leave that in the back of my mind. The other one is... <laughs> Good. Uh, we'll just speculate on that a for a while. <laughs> sort of like a... Um, you know how you have... Um, what do they call um, not serve Not a service animal, but, but like a therapy dog or something? 
No, no, not a ser- <laughs> service dog. You're for, like, how dare you? No, they're like for like walking <laughs> around and stuff. This would be like that therapy dog. What's the name? What's the sure, word? Sure, like an emotional yeah, like support a- animal. Thank you. Yeah. Emotional support animal. But I'm thinking more of like a little door in my pocket you know that i'm like my emotional support doran (laughs) doran i'm kind of struggling with this right now and you kind of pull him out you're like hey can you what are you what are you doing today you want to take can we chat like you want to go for a walk or something yeah okay let's go (laughs) exactly Doran, i really can't take this phone call can you just take this phone call for me (laughs) hello (laughs) would you like to discuss your mortgage Uh, more 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 just like someone to chat with when you're really on the down. I could see myself going on a hike in the woods, or, or I've been watching that alone. You see, see that show? No. Where they're literally alone in the woods. You know, you kind of get stranded alone or something, or maybe you're off. You're just you're on your own. You're like, I just I need someone to chat with. Doran, what are you doing? <laughs> so the, I, I had two thoughts that, that that jumped to mind immediately. Pocket-sized Doran, which is one is like. Oh, you just want a friend, which... <laughs> oh, God, that's so sad now. <laughs> yeah. Alex just wants a friend. <laughs> that can't leave. A, a friend, friend that doesn't that lives in your leave. pocket. <laughs> <laughs> and they can go in my pocket. But and they can't th- leave. <laughs> then it reminded me of, like, tech bros reinventing stuff, where there was a tweet recently that was like, what if we had... a an in-person podcast and you like didn't record it but you could like have topics and talk about stuff and oh, there could yeah. even be snacks and it was like yeah tech bros reinventing hanging out and it was just like yeah i thought you were gonna say tech bros reinvented the furby which i was totally into for a second i was like oh man furby's coming back but in like a new way for like adults because that's like a friend it's called long furby and <laughs> oh no furby? Uh, yeah no the long flying. furby and i love the long furby standing tall oh no. <laughs> oh, I know. I'd want like a like a like a little T Rex. Ooh. Um, that'd be fun. That'd be fun, right? Like a little T Rex to like throw chicken wing bones at. It's very much like having a turkey, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I want I would want the Steven Spielberg uh furless oh, featherless sure. one. I don't I don't want none of this I don't want none of this woke dinosaur shit. I want <laughs> <laughs> I want nineties waxed when things were fucked up the woke people came mm-hmm. for my dinosaur and they put feathers on it i want the scientifically inaccurate <laughs> the woke mob i want, t- I want pluto and i want planet. it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. i love the this, this this is the very small portion where i'm anti-woke <laughs> no pluto and no fucking dinosaurs with feathers i'm fucking head in the sand on this shit give me my 90s nostalgia in those two specific categories please Oh, I just, you keep telling me that they're like little scavengers and you're ruining it for me. You've ruined my whole life. <laughs> oh, see, the one I was going to pick is basically just a feathered dinosaur. So. Oh, well, there you go. What, what, a dodo? Uh, no, a quaddle. Oh, isn't he the like little uh, chest monster from Total Recall? Quado. Let me read your future. Oh god, oh god, I cast a Oh, spell you mean wrong. oh sorry, you mean uh the guy the fucking guy from Phantom Menace. No. <laughs> Oh no! Watto? <laughs> oh no! There's so many uh, autos. It's a good syllable. All things considered. I want a t- five-inch tall haunted puppet. Great. As my. <laughs> pet. Uh, so you want what? one of the long furbies? Yeah, <laughs> but but I want a long furby 
Short. A tiny. <laughs> a short, long Furby. I, want, I do not want a regular Furby. Right. I want a short, long Furby. There, there, is a, there is a monster in D&D called a ragamuffin, which is just like dirty clothes that come alive and be and are a person. Oh, and now right. I'm just imagining the like dorm room version of that, where it's just like, no, no, I can't do the laundry. That's my friend. And then they're supposed to just get up and like wave. I can't do the dishes either because they're my friends too. <laughs> Those are mimics. And they keep trying to fight me. All right, shall we do it? Let's do it. Yeah, let's play D and D. Let's go get some tiny pirates. Woo! <laughs> yar. <laughs> now it'd be like yar, yar. After the events of the previous night, the social temperature around camp is a little frosty. Red and Jack take some time apart once again due to a conflict, and Doran and Mari are in the middle a little bit, trying to keep the peace. Red and Mari, you guys are down by the river chatting. Meanwhile, Doran, you're still talking to Jack about what happened last night. Jack, you know, listen, it sounds to me like you don't really want to tell me what's up. And I don't really understand what's going on to be totally upfront with you guys. I, I mean, that's kind of an understatement. I don't really know what's going on a lot of the time. But if there's something I know, it's keeping secrets. And, and I... And I, I think we all have things we keep to ourselves, and I think that's okay, to a degree, unless it's going to put somebody else at danger. And I mean, sometimes you just got to trust that people are doing it for the best reasons, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, let's do that. Um, I, I think oh. we should go in that direction. Nobody's in danger. Uh, it's, it's all good. You know, family stuff, right? That's why we're going back to Scarborough, just to, yeah. to confront family stuff. You got anything that you're really excited to say when you get there? Oh, <laughs> stewing on over all night, or or the last couple of nights that you, yeah, things you might want to. I uh, no, I'm say to somebody important. I'm really, I'm really, uh, I'm a little bit nervous as to what's going to come up because I think uh, there's still some of my family that are quite upset with me, but a few things, you know, my brothers first of all, though that's you know happened when I was young, but still they didn't really ever get over that, and I think that's kind of been yeah. dwelling on it, and then. You know, I think the stories, what, what happened while, while I was away at war, you know, mm-hmm. I think they've made their way back home. I can't imagine them not making their way back home. And I feel like there's going to be some people that are going to blame me for uh, losing their, their family members. And I'm a little nervous. And, and I mean, that's if they haven't made up any other stories or, or yeah. gotten other information from who knows what source. Very reputable. Yeah, I'm hoping they on don't. On the way to Scarborough. And, uh, and I'm, I'm hoping they don't try to, let, you know, lock me up. And, and 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 try to arrest me for for something. Yeah, you know, the, the, the mind creates all kinds of terrible stories about what what they could be thinking or, or wanting to do when when you get there. It does all sorts of things when you don't have all the information in front of you. And so maybe 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 you should just talk to Red about what what's concerning you. What I thought we were talking about Scarborough. Well, we were, but I was using it as a as a way to get back to uh, your oh. situation. <laughs> oh. Uh, hey, what's, what's with your hands? Look, did you burn your hands? Yeah, it left a bit of a mark. That's all. I, and Jack picks up some snow to try and one hide the thing, and then also cool oh. off his hands, which have been burning. Oh. As Jack leans over to scoop up a big handful of snow, you see that Alistair Noggins has been oh. standing behind Jack the whole time, and he's <laughs> holding this little tray. It's like a, a camp plate, basically, of these little rock cakes. Hmm. Uh, so, sorry, uh, these are a gift, 
I made them just oh. now. And Dora grabs oh. one and starts eating it, like shoves it. I in feel his like mouth. Red and Mari start walking back over at this point. They're called feel better cakes. Mwah. My mom always used to make them for my brother and I when we would fight with each other, and then when we would try. to... Sorry, this is really awkward. <laughs> Red leans over to Mari and he's like, "Look at this asshole! God damn it!" I just wanted to say thank you to the four of you for rescuing me yesterday. What a prick. From the Thane, because she uh, I, she was definitely going to kill me. Yeah, no, I know uh, that for sure now. You're welcome. I kind of like this little guy. And I give him a pat on the back. <laughs> and it like shakes his whole being. <laughs> yeah. And then he offers the plate to you, Jack. That's awfully sweet, Alistair. Thank you. Uh, and Jack will take a cake and, and take a tentative nibble and... And uh, it's very, it's very good. Thank you. It's my mom's recipe. I mean, I tried. I, it's been a really long time. Listen, the the ingenuity to make cake after a snowstorm fell on your camp last night without an oven of any kind. I'm gonna be honest. It's mostly the porridge that Mari was just making. I just took it and I put some other ingredients. Looks around <laughs> shifty. Oh, they taste kind of like. Dirt and sand a little bit. Yeah, it's not bad though. Very crunchy. Oh, very, very crunchy. I think you got a little bit of beard in your mouth there, Doran. It, it's. Oh yeah. yeah I get yeah, a very yeah. different experience. He kind of backs away and then turns around and looks for Red and Mari. Yeah. What did you? That, that was you. <laughs> did you want to feel better, Cake? I want to feel better, Cake. Yeah, I do. Red walks over and snatches one off the tray, and he takes a big bite. I have another drink. Well, you're... Well, these are pretty good. And he turns back to Mar and he's like, All right, don't eat one. If he drugged us, one of us has to stay awake, but I had no other choice but I should eat it. Every time. So you'd be lucky. Mari's got, like, all the salmon. She's just, like... Because Red stalks back. Like, he's just like, I'm going back to the camp and yeah. leaves all these salmon. So she's just she just collects all of them. And so safe. They froze. She sighs and sees Alistair and takes a cake and just goes... Everyone's in a little bit of a mood today, so maybe just maybe stay close to Doran. He seems to be the most most uh, even keeled, and she slips it in her pocket. She doesn't eat it. She's just got gross fish hands and sort of tosses it back in her coat pocket. Red walks over to Jack. He's like, "Hey, are we cool? Uh, we're, it's all good." Uh, uh, Jack holds up his cake, sort of like cheers, and and takes another bite of it. Yeah, and Red's still um, eating. He's like. I don't think mine's working. <laughs> what does this kick Maybe in? It takes some time to kick in. <laughs> you got to wait forty-five minutes before you have another one, or else you're gonna get you're gonna feel uh, way yeah, too yeah. good. You don't want to you don't want to double stack those two. <laughs> mm-hmm. I get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Doran's like, oh no, I'm resistant to poison. <laughs> this is never gonna kick in. All right, well let's pack up camp. I guess might as well stop moving on to Scarborough. Good job, guys. Yeah. Uh, inspiration all around, by what? the way. What? Oh, hey. nice. Hey, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> the winds through the Grey Peaks bring snow with them, making your travels challenging and even treacherous at times. Days spent carving your way through the snowdrifts and sliding down steep mountain slopes give way to nights huddled together around your shelter and fire, trying to thaw and regain stamina for the day ahead. The mountain range is uncaring, and your progress feels slight, despite finally being nearly at the doorstep to Doran's ancestral home. 
you've been on the road for several days and we come upon the party very frustrated. You've been standing at a closed entranceway to the back passage to Scarborough where you've been waiting for about five hours. Doran has been struggling to remember the secret password that he knew 30 years ago and has been refusing all help from the rest of the party out of sheer motherfucking stubbornness. God damn it, Doran, come on! Doran. We've been waiting here for like five hours! That's not my fault! Doran, just... And they must have changed it on me. Oh my God. You know you're supposed to change your password every 30 years. But... God. Red is like leaning up against a tree, his back sprawled up against the trunk and his feet laying out, his pack to his side and like, you know, he's like laying out in the sun throwing stones into a small muddy puddle. Is it you've tried all the passwords you you know or that you don't know what passwords to try? I, he doesn't remember. It's, it's a little bit of both. Is it, is, it in dwar- <clears throat> is it in Dwarvish? Is it what's it in? Like at this point, like what language? Mari's lying on the ground. She has her, she's her pack under her head. She's lying in the snow. She's just sprawled out. She is completely, she's not even looking up. She's just yelling from the ground. <laughs> I feel like your feet and my feet are like a few inches apart. Yeah. <laughs> and every once in a while, I'm like, get your feet over. Stop it. Move your feet <laughs> over. I was here first. I've basically. I was here first. I said oh. the tree. You were near the tree, but you weren't using the tree as back support. We decided back support just, rules. Uh, bury me in the snow and leave me over. here. Stinky. Fine. Once Dorn opens the fucking door. You know, it is a dwarvish saying. I mean, why else would it be any other language to get into a dwarven town, Mari? Don't you sass me right now. Um, well, that's what everybody would think is a dwarvish saying. If you were trying to make it a good key that nobody was going to be able to get, would it be dwarvish? Oh. Is it melon? What was the first one you guessed? Um, uh, I thought it was like mi- Missimo. It's probably it was something like melon. that. Remember? Melon? No, it's not melon. <laughs> yeah, but think about this, Doran. And Red kind of sits up a little bit. Remember how many times you fuck up a name? It's probably just a variation of melon. It's like Malone or Nellin or um, Kellen. Yeah. Kieran. Margaret. Okay, let me think for a second. I know I've been thinking for five hours already, but let me just think for another second here. Think faster. You put seconds on seconds and you're here for another five hours. It's definitely something that children dwarves can remember. So it's not too complicated. And it is a dwarven word. Oh, my God. And it was something that all the dwarves learn. Jack is leaning against the door. He's He's sort of under the shadow of the the rock face in front of us, kind of looking back towards Doran and and then further back from that, Mari and Red uh, sitting in the snow. I swear to God, Alistair, if you put more leaves on me! And he, like, looks up and, like, <laughs> sitting in the trunk of the tree, like, up on branches, he's, like, plucking off the, the <laughs> dead leaves from the interior of this snowy tree. I just thought maybe if there was, like, a clue, like, maybe there'd be a clue. Why would they put a clue in the tree next to the door? In case someone went away for 25 years because his family got mad at him one time and then he forgot that, I don't know. I mean, it's probably at this point the best option we have. I, I don't know. And Mari gets up and all the snow falls out of her hair. It's just sheets off of her. And then she goes over to the door and she like stares at it and she's just like, Doran, just 
like what words could it be? It's a child's word. It's something simple. It's something short. What is the what? What have you tried? What I'm I'm losing track here because we've just been laying here and my head's full of snow. All right. Okay. Have you tried knocking? I've tried. I yeah yeah we I've tried banging on the door. Um. Okay. So I tried. Guys, wait 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 wait. Do you smell something? Oh, that's disgusting, Jack. It happens. Bodies are. Um, yeah. No 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 no. Listen. I haven't brushed my teeth in about a month, so... No. Wait a minute. You s- do you smell it? Oh, I do smell something. No, I can't smell it. Mm. He scrambles down from the tree, like, entranced. Where is that coming from? It smells amazing. Can I roll for smell? Roll smell check. Let's take a good sniff. Anyone who wants to do a good smell, do a perception Ooh. check on your I smell. I have a 20 perception. You got like you, you have to actively smell for yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I rolled a 24. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Mara, you start to smell something. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I have a Olfactory 16. D&D. Yeah. I only did 14. All right. You don't smell. I have a seven. <laughs> Jack knows his stuff. He's like kind of cold. I just, I'm too close to Doran. It's very powerful uh, aura. <laughs> yeah. I smell something, too, Red says as he stands mm. up. Mara, you smell something savory and meaty and sweet just wafting from over the ridge. And it's horrible. It, it's like salt or something. No. It's about the stone, I no. think. No, no, it's just, it's, it's, it doesn't smell bad. It just smells no. like oh, meat. Yeah. Me- like meat. I said it too. Like meat. <laughs> Red's yeah. like really, like he a- doesn't smell anything, but he's like really self-conscious. Yeah. I, I smell it too. It's m- meat. Definitely meat. Like a yeah, there's like food. sage and rosemary. I don't know. Like there's, like there's- sage and rosemary and parsley and thyme. <laughs> Doran, are you going to be a while still? Um, Can we take a break? Yeah, maybe. I, 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 I was just thinking, I think it's two words. I think it is two words. We've already tried open up and come on, Doran, open. Doran, listen, listen. Maybe there's a tavern just over yonder where the meat's coming from, and maybe there's someone inside that can refresh your memory or refresh your tongue. Mm. Let's go. Five hours is enough to spend, and Red picks up his pack and throws it over. Maybe it's, I'm hungry. It's the classic dwarven phrase. And he, like, walks over, and he grabs Doran's shoulders and, like, turns him away from the door. No, no, no. Yeah. It's not, I'm Come hungry. on, Doran. And he, like, walks him as he's still mumbling to himself. Yeah. No, no, it's not. Uh... Up over the ridge, following your noses through the woods, you come to a campsite. There's a tall orc standing over a fire pit. There is like a stone oven that's been constructed. It looks like pretty well made. And there are several different pots of burbling sauces and stews. This orc is entirely entranced in what he is doing. There are Packs and crates kind of littered around this small clearing. And he's muttering to himself, um, standing over this stove, this this stone oven. And he's stirring something very thoughtfully with like a a stick. Uh, hello? Hello? Who's there? Oh, oh, my name is Red. This is my best friend Doran, my best friend Mari, and my best friend Jack, and that's Alistair. Doran's got his axe out and readied. I can't believe you just said hello. You fucking hear Orc Splitter, and she's like, kill him, kill him, Doran. Why would you alert the, or the Orc like that, Red? 
What are you talking about? Relax. Yeah, but come on. Hey, friend. What are you doing skulking around over there for? Oh, well. What are you doing skulking around over there? Oh, what are you doing skulking? No. All right, everyone take a break. Sorry, sorry. No, no, I'm, I'm sorry. That was wrong. Give me a second. It's okay. Yeah. And Red turns to Doran. Doran, calm down. He's just cooking out here. Relax. Maybe he knows the password in. You have no idea, Red. What? Do you have any idea what they're capable of? You're you're acting like it's like it's a, like we're walking up to an elf or a human here, but it's an orc. I mean, come on. Whoa, whoa. Are you racist? <laughs> I've been telling all my friends that Doran's a sweet little guy. Have you been racist this whole time? It's not a matter of being racist. It's a matter of 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 nature and, and instinct. I mean, they're killing machines. Look at them. Well. Uh- you're the one holding an axe, to be fair. Well, the only reason he hasn't got an axe is because we got the jump on him, and you, and you came out and started right, saying, relax. Hello? Oh, hello? Oh, I'm so friendly. Hi, I'm Friendly Red. Except you, you don't you don't ever trust anybody that we actually should trust. What the hell? Jack, can you me? believe this? Are you are you on this, too? I mean, I'm a little speechless. It smelled great, so we came over to see that... I mean, they're, they're making something good in that pot over there, Doran. I, great, 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 great. So let's just start trusting people that can cook well. Okay, that's a good reason. I, I've, I've been trusting bakers for a long time. I, th- I think it's not, it's not a far stretch. Mari has wandered over to the, like, talk to this guy, and she's just, like, about Roll cooking. for initiative. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um, Butcher knife instantly the- <laughs> decapitated. And I feel like if there's, like, a visual in the background, uh. you could see her be, like, asking about, like, what's in the pot, and then sort of, like, pulling some of the herbs out of her bag and being, like, and, like discussing, like, oh, do you use this one? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this, this well-muscled orc who's clearly got battle scars on him. Um, He's just like totally zoomed in on exactly what you're saying and is picking up like a spice pouch and discussing the muslin that he's used to wrap the spices in and blah, blah, blah. Then he like throws his arms up. I forgot to introduce myself. The name's Mog- Mogdul. Mogdul, hi. I'm, I'm, well, we've already been introduced, but I'm Mari, and this is, this is fascinating. This is, yeah. what a, a setup. You've, are, do you live out here? Do you, are, are you traveling? Like, I feel like Reg is like, so just calm down, and the three of us walk over to join. Yeah. All right. Hey, sorry about that. He's got a fantastic setup. I am, I am, I, I want to trade some spices with you. This is some beautiful, beautiful stuff. Well, now listen, before, we, you sound like you know what you're talking about, but I can't just, you know, trust any pedestrian. I've had some rude comments before about the way that I do things. And listen, I'm on my second cookbook, so I kind of know what I'm talking about. Oh, whoa! Wait, you cook through like you write your books, second, or you written your second? <laughs> no, I've, this is this. I'm writing my second cookbook. Whoa! Yeah, the in Orkish. Well, they've been translated fairly uh, widely. Do you have any on you for sale? I do. Can I buy one? I'd love one. Mari, she goes, she's like, oh, and she reaches into her bag and she, you know, that silver gnomish cloak? She like wraps it around her neck like a little scarf. Like, I'm just a little chilly. Fine. Fine. Yeah. She's do you guys like, need like a stack of first editions? I just want one and I want it signed, please. And Red walks forward and like stabs the front page. Yeah. He like nicks his finger with a, a knife that he has and he like signs it in blood, mugdle, and then like puts a thumbprint uh, in blood on the inside cover. Oh, I'm s- I'll need two one signed and then one I'm actually going to read. <laughs> I like you guys. This is great. Yeah. And he, he signs another copy and then gives you one that's uncracked. 
Doran's like, you know, he's looking at this orc cooking. He's kind of like very skeptical. He walks up slow. He's kind of poking his eyes around the campsite, looking for, and admittedly, he's looking for maybe pieces or bits of hair, maybe like an orc, or uh, uh, maybe like a dwarf, a dwarf's nose or toes, or mm. like pieces of dwarven body parts that this guy. The most sinister thing that you find is the head of an ibex. Aha! Uh, it's kind of like a. a <laughs> What's an ibex? Like a long horned mountain goat type thing. What do you call this? Well, normally I cook nose to tail, but I, right now I'm cooking just the <laughs> limited four courses, so. I'm gonna take that back with me. Did you steal this off of a off of an ibex farmer? I hunted it. What are you talking about? You Darn. think I would steal? Darn. He gets right up in your face for a second. I'm not saying you would. I'm not saying you would. Darren, come on. Uh, it's because of him that I haven't got that that door open. I I knew I knew there was orcs around, so I I was pretending like I didn't know the password, and that's why we haven't got in because of this guy. Yeah, well, I knew there was enemies around. What's the implication that you're playing at here? I'm saying you're here to eat some innocent dwarf child, aren't you? Aren't you? And he walks up and he opens up the pot, expecting to see like the face of a of a dwarf's head. <laughs> Just out of floating like in the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> and as he opens it, he he smells and he looks. He, oh. Actually, this is quite nice. It smells, smells good. I mean, that, that doesn't matter. And he closes the pot lid again. <laughs> it does, does smell very good, actually. Well, thank you. Thank you. My uh, my first cookbook was criticized by some as being a little bit pedestrian, so I'm, I'm going for some uh, some stronger palates here with this second edition. Have you tried, have you tried a bland stew? Uh, sir, uh, no, I haven't. I, I wouldn't classify anything that I make as bland. Actually... This is uh, this is an interesting test audience here, right? Tabaxi, a dwarf. Hey, you knew what I was. A gnome, a, a water lady, and a half elf. <laughs> he knew Tabaxi, but not a Janassi. <laughs> Janassi? I'm so sorry. It's very yeah, ignorant it's, of me. I'm. I, it's fine. I pride myself as being worldly, but I, I'm not very personable. It's it's fine. I I I'm not take again not taking it personally this week. And also, I would just I just I want to hear more about all the stuff you've been cooking. Oh, and she's and she's flipping through the book, like uh, just trying to like sort of skim yeah. the recipes. So the recipes okay. look, I mean, cool on their face. Like some flavors that you've definitely never thought to put together before. Some recipes, maybe some ingredients, maybe that you've never even heard of, and. Uh, all of the illustrations are like hand drawn and kind of like a like a ham fisted effort as at sort of depicting what the dishes could be plated to look like. Oh, I love it! I want this to be real. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it just called Mugdul's Cookbook or Mugdul's right. Kitchen or what? Mugdul's Cookbook Number One, and he's working on Number Two. I love mm-hmm. that he put number one on it, knowing that he would have to make a number mm-hmm. two. It was like World right. War One. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> wow. Wait, World War One? Oh God. <laughs> or is this just called the Great Cookbook? And Red pulls Doran aside. Doran, Doran, come on, man! Like you're embarrassing us a little bit. You gotta put those biases behind you. These aren't biases, Red. It's it's in our blood. Don't you understand that? Don't trust him, Doran. 
He's an orc. You kill orcs. Come on, Doran. It's it's. Uh, I get it. Yeah, maybe it's you know in your blood or whatever. But you gotta put those things aside. You know, like look at me. I'm a cuddly tabaxi who tried to kill you, and you let me go. Doran's um, at his wit's end, I guess you could say, with the whole door th thing and now coming across this orc. And he grabs Red by the scruff of his shirt and he pulls him close. Your breath is terrible. Listen, the only reason that orc is being friendly is because he hasn't got his axe in his hand and we approached him and scared him. Orcs are inherently evil and he will do whatever he can to eat us and tear our limbs from our body. All right, well, do whatever you want. And Red walks away and joins the cook. Huh. And Doran sort of, he goes back to the door, but he's keeping his ear open for, like, potential fighting. Sure, sure. So at the first sound of friend murder, you're going to be right back. <laughs> exactly, exactly. The inevitable sound of friend murder. Yeah. Mugdol is plating up four courses for everyone who stayed behind. He doesn't have seats for everyone, unfortunately, so you're all going to have to just kind of stand around awkwardly with your plates. But I have my own seat. Red has this giant stool he took from the giant <laughs> thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, you pull like a full set of furniture out of the bag of holding. Yeah, I have like... And four chickens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just a random thing. Yeah, Mugdol is really pumped. He's like, okay, ah, uh, it's been a while since I've uh, I've done some taste testing, so this is really great for me. I, let me say first that I came out to the Great Peak Mountains because some of the best, freshest, most exquisite ingredients can be found on these very slopes here. The first course that I have for you today, and I hope you do enjoy, we have spark tomatoes on gingered rye bread. Oh, uh, and he passes around these rectangles of this light brown kind of fluffy uh, rye bread that have this stewed tomato and that's what Doran had pulled off the lid to and had taken a big whiff of earlier. The spark tomatoes uh, typically grow later on in the autumn and I, I jarred these myself last season. Oh. Alright, let me ask you a question. Do you want real uh, you know, opinions on this, or are you just looking for someone to kind of boost your ego? I, I genuinely don't mind doing either, just to be crystal clear. Sometimes you just need a little bit of an ego boost, and sometimes you want to know if something's good. At this point in my career, I need honest opinions, and this is why I think I think this diverse audience is going to give me what I need to make my cookbook a, a real, true success. Respect the process, man. I respect the process. All right. And Red takes a big bite and eats it in one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mari's like eating it and she's just like she's overjoyed she hasn't had food like this in over a year like over, over a year at this point and she's just like so happy and she's like oh this is this is phenomenal and she starts like looking at the other spices and sort of being like you could have you considered using that type of pepper over there that thing could be like as a finishing like option like it'd be, it would be amazing just bring that out a bit interesting interesting jack takes a bite and has just been like closed his eyes and slowly savoring it and there's like a tear building up in the corner of one eye uh it's that good i just wish Torin could taste it yeah it's all right i give it up Three. A three? Yeah, three. Out of what? 62. 
Are you kidding me? Oh, I mean, one is the best. It's like, a, well, no, you know what? I don't really have, I don't, look, my brain doesn't work that way. I don't get rating scales. But I would say it was pretty good. It was a bit plain, to be honest. You know, just the tomato and just the bread. They're quality ingredients, but geez, that's what it needs. You need something in between. Otherwise, it's just tomato on bread. He turns his back to you and starts shaking his head and muttering as he's plating up this second course. See, that's why I asked. I knew he didn't want feedback. He just wanted us to say he's good. You die. Just say he's good for the next one. You're just trying to invent pizza. What? <laughs> no, there's lots of stuff. I, I, I'm just saying it needs, like, okay, a, a mayonnaise or, or something. Some, some creamy texture. You know, you got this acidic sort of tart tomato, you know, a little sweet, but then you got the bread. It's kind of plain. You need, you need something in between it. It's fine. It's fine. It's bland. It's bland. You guys have bland tastes. You you ate a rock. <laughs> That's right. And some poison That's berries off of several bushes. <laughs> I also ate poison berries. I, I yeah, taste things. Fine. Believe you me, I taste things. Uh, the refined palate. Meanwhile, Doran, you've made your way to the door. Doran's like grumbling to himself. Oh, I don't understand. <laughs> Just how dangerous an orc can be, especially in the wild like that old... On their, all, all on their own. Uh, maybe I was a bit harsh on the guy, you know. I mean, Orc Splitter, are you there? Yeah. What do you, what, what did you think? Did he seem like a pretty nice orc? No. You can kill anything, especially orcs. Uh, you're really no good at talking about anything really, other than killing. You're just a magical axe. What the hell am I doing? Just. You know. I, I should, I should, I should really just go back and apologize for being so, so rude. You know, yeah, I think I will. After all, that food does smell incredibly delicious right now. I am incredibly hungry all of a sudden. Maybe I will just go back. Oh, but it's always difficult to admit when one's wrong. And then you hear what you'd been dreading and fearing this whole time. Oh, oh, God. Oh, God. I, oh, I knew it. Come on, Orc Splitter. Come on. <laughs> Doran, you rush through the snowy bushes, Orc Splitter in hand, though your heroic charge may ultimately be too late to save your companions from the nefarious designs of the hideous Orc. Without you, who knows what evil has befallen them. <laughs> Once again to our wonderful Patreon supporters, Adam Fry, Amanda Kitchener, Amy Garza, Anne, Atholagoth, Cecil Lee Wilson, Jerry Rose Anderson, Christopher, Colin Burkhart, Crow, Casey, DS, Dippity, Elizabeth H, Flynn, Gareth Bradshaw, Haley, Haley again, Harper the Marks, Indrid Hartley, Jekyll, JD, Joy Robinson, Jory, KR, KM, Cade, Lasagna, Last Ruth on the left, Lita J, Lizzie Demon, Lorelai Feldman, Matilda Rushing, Melinda Curley, Moon, Melissa, Merlin, Sam C, Regan, Wren, Ruth Ann Reed, Scotty, S-Ray 96, Tony Pepperoni, Xander Morning Dove, Zephyrus, and Zach House. Woo!
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.